Hi, I'm Taylor. And I'm Jana. And you're watching Disney Channel. Decom Divas Pod. Welcome to Decom Divas! Live from a park. <laughs> yeah, we're at a park right now and we can see all of San Diego. It's very pretty. It is really pretty. Um, you probably know what park it is if you're from San Diego, but not I don't really. know. I don't think so. They probably think it, it's not Balboa Park. It's not Balboa Park. Yeah, it's a park that's very scenic and you can see the whole city and it's near the ocean. Yeah. So I, if I that guess, gives you any hints. I know. I guess we could say it. We're not. This no, is we're at Kate Sessions Park. We're at Kate Sessions Park. We don't, we don't live true. here. I don't live at the park, so. So it, I don't care go. if you know where we're at. Yeah. Um, um, so, yeah, Taylor, what's up with you, my little decom? Thank my, my you. My little decom, my little diva. <laughs> I'm your little decom. I don't know, maybe someone's a decom if they're not cool, but they're a diva if they're cool. Yeah, maybe, because I was like, if we ever get fans other than our parents. I know, other than my, my dad and Jana's dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, the yeah. The dads. The diva's dads. Um... I, okay, I guess I'm I'm doing pretty well. I guess of the week, I I went to my first improv class in person. In person improv class, isn't that nuts? I know it was crazy. I I was I wore, we all wore masks, uh, so it was a little hard to hear people. I mean, you're supposed to project when you're acting. Wait, did anyways. you guys do bits about um like wearing masks in the coronavirus? I, coronavirus I, has anyone called the coronavirus? I guess it. Uh, no one. Let's see. I guess we didn't do bits, but like I did do a scene where I was like, "Wow, I haven't seen you in twelve months, like thirteen months, however long," uh, like with someone. But I don't know. It's like kind of like I feel like it's, it's a tired. Old hat, yeah. It's tired, and it's like let's it, let's pretend reality isn't real for a second. Yeah, that's um, true. I, now I'm like wondering if there's gonna be like movies and all that kind of stuff about it, or if people are like, "I lived it. I don't need to do it." Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. These ones. Oh, another thing, I could talk about Disneyland for a second. What? I went to it. She went to Disneyland. She That's, was one of the first. I was one of the first. It was really fun. Uh, there was a lot of things that were closed. Uh, not a lot, I guess. Um, Jungle Cruise was closed. And that's Taylor's favorite ride, right? I, it is my favorite ride. Which you're the only person I've ever met who his favorite ride is Jungle Cruise. I mean, like, I love thrills, but, like, I, I like laughing better, I think. Yeah, okay. On a boat. Besides that, it was really fun. But how are you doing today, Jana? Good. Um, I'm excited to talk about the Disney stars of yesteryear. I actually have a lot. Yay, okay. And I have some, too, but Jana... We'll J- go back and forth, because like, this is going to be a mega one. Like, um, we got a lot to talk about. Mega episode. Mm-hmm. So, we'll start off with our queen. Hillary <laughs> Duff. I'm going to make a sound bite that's like, what is Hillary Duff up to? Or something. Yes, yes, we will definitely do that. Um, so Hillary, she was on this like podcast called Informed Pregnancy Podcast, like right after she had her baby. Aww. And like, I don't know, I really like Hillary Duff a lot, obviously, but I think she's just really real and talks about like, I don't know, things that are very down to earth, not in a celebrity-ish manner and she talks about her pregnancy and it's very cute if you're into that like she does a really great job and she's amazing and yeah other than that um what is your favorite star let's go back and forth um okay so i i guess i'm like i need to be like a more on the dot with time but i think i didn't i don't believe i mentioned demi lovato's new 
documentary that she made on YouTube. It's on YouTube where you can watch it for free. Uh, you don't need any account, but it's called Dancing with the Devil, and she's talking about her history of like, uh, like uh, overdosing on drugs and how like she's changed now and trying to work on it. I mean, I, I recently there was like a story hey, about Demi Lovato. What? No, oh my I'm god! Kidding, I'm kidding. I thought that's what you were gonna say. <laughs> oh my god! No, there was a recent story where she kind of went oh, ice cream. Thing? She went after a yogurt shop that had like sugar-free things at it, which, like, they were like, "We have those because people are diabetic and such." And she was like, "It triggered my eating disorder." So I'm like. She did kind of go after this place. Um, I think her points are valid, but there's just like some like I I don't know. I I like her anyways. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna say. But I think her story's powerful, and it's I I don't know like uh I guess very emotional if you have struggled with addiction or there's someone close to you that struggles with addiction. But um, I think it's worth the watch. My thing also is I'm just talking about Miley Cyrus again. Before I mentioned that she had a newer album called Plastic Hearts, I've actually been listening to it a lot, and I really like it. And she also, Miley, was on SNL as the host, or the musical guest host. I think she 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 hosted it before. Elon Musk oh, yeah, Elon Musk. I know, I'm like, okay, he... I didn't watch it. I, I don't know if... I, yeah, I don't know. Did you? I did watch it, like, How did you alive. do? Uh, it was fine like you I was hoping it would be like really bad acting but I mean like they just kind of gave him like smaller roles I guess like did you laugh at anything he did I mean kind of um Elon Musk had a monologue that was like he was like kind of making fun of his own tweets he's like that were weird Mm -hmm. and then he was like what did you expect like I'm not a normal dude I like I like made a rocket like kind of like I can't be good at social skills but Mm -hmm. I don't know I still enjoyed her performance she has that song have you heard the oh oh can't make a wife out of a ho ho I found the words you know that no okay (laughs) don't expect me to know anything she's done recently Uh, okay so there's a song she has with this guy named the kid Leroy but he's like 17 and he's from TikTok and I'm like his voice is fine it's like really catchy it's called without you and I it's been like stuck in my head all the time it's a breakup song (laughs) 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 I made that noise because I'm also going through a breakup yep Taylor's single again I'm single again he's single again if you're uh if you're Interested. Interested. Let's just say that. Yeah. I guess if you're interested, hit me up. But yeah. I probably don't want to be in a relationship for a while. Uh, well, down to make new friends, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, do you have any other news about Disney Channel yes, stars of yesteryear? Okay. I think so, Jana is waiting this with is, anticipation. I'll just say this is a Hannah Montana catch-up because... <gasps> what? So, Emily Osment is going to be in a show with Jack Dolgen, who is the creator of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Yes! Did you yes. hear about that? No, but tell me it! So, and she's going to be in it with the guy, his name's Greg Sulkin. He played Alex's British boyfriend in Wizards of Waverly Place. Do you remember that? No. Okay, you didn't watch that show much. I watched, it was like my way out of Disney Channel. Yeah, yeah, same here, but I still, yeah, checked in. I, I watched it like probably the first two seasons okay, i think it was like later on that she did this guy but anyway they're gonna be on a show together on netflix i think so i i just like i love crazy ex-girlfriend so i was like oh my god wait kind of like worlds are colliding um and then this is the most important thing you'll hear all day okay jason else is on cameo for 99 dollars. how do you feel i i won't pay that much <laughs> i wouldn't I, either 
I want. I would pay if he told me exactly how I felt about Miley Cyrus or exactly how I felt about being on Disney Channel when he was thirty. Wait, do you think he would? I don't. Probably not. I, I mean, I don't know. I think he'd have you pay more than that for that. I know. I'm like, tell me how you really feel. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, so now that we've done that, <laughs> let us talk about the movie. Woo! What movie are we watching today, Jana? Today we are watching Horse Sense. Nay. Nay. <laughs> and that came out on November twentieth, nineteen ninety nine. Woo! So without further ado, let's get to the movie. Yay! So, Taylor, tell us how Horse Sense begins. Well, we see a ranch, and we see Tommy, our main character. We hear that he is 11, and that he is about to go on a trip of some sort. Because and the bull cat has returned. The bull cat has returned! Yeah. And it looks really cute on him, I think. Yeah, it does. It fits him. So, we hear that he is going on a plane to Beverly Hills. That's where he wants to be! That's, that's where I want to be! Um, and he's saying stuff to his mom like, I don't want to leave you type of thing. So we're getting a sense of maybe single parent. Maybe. Maybe Let's single see. parent. Stay tuned. And he's going to Beverly Hills to visit his cousin, who he met at a family reunion, and they got along really good. Yeah, they really bonded. It's his older cousin, and he's like, I'm really excited because we just like were like two peas in a pod, and... I'm really, like, looking forward to hanging out with him. I idolize him. Oh, wow. So then we uh, go and to... And he puts his cowboy hat on for the plane. He does go... I feel like I feel like uh, a lot of people that travel put their cowboy hats on. Yeah, I, I don't quite get it, but it's cute. It's cute. You know what? I do get it. Make a statement. Make... You don't want to smash the hat in your um, suitcase. I guess that's why. That's true. You I just realized that. that. And, like, yeah. you're supposed to, like, wear, like, your heaviest stuff. So he's got to wear his boots. Yeah, yeah. He's got to wear Bringing his boots, boots out. Bringing boots to L.A. Bringing boots to L.A. So then we go to L.A. and we see... It's always set in L.A. There's, It's always like, yeah. wow, L.A. Whoa. Uh, his cousin is named... Michael. Michael. Tommy so, and Michael. Tommy and Michael. Michael is a 20-year-old kid who yeah. is in community college and doesn't really oh, is try he at it. community college? I'm guessing. Like, he can't be in... He can't be in like a university because he doesn't do his work yeah and it's mm -hmm. easier to get you can get by easier at a community college and not doing anything because people don't treat it like real school even though it's a real school it is um we find out he's a he's dating someone named gina and she's like you know kind of like the female version of him very rich and shallow yeah, they, they basically are just talking about, like, ooh, we're going to go on this vacation. Like, their whole relationship she, is like that. all, That's all she ever talks about is her dad and this vacation and that vacation and this and that and that. And that. Yeah. France. South of France. Oh, yeah. The French and Riviera. Horses, but and, not, not like, I guess, racing horses. Yeah, they're into, like, betting on horses. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's where they got their money. Probably is. Yeah. Um. So... He's talking with Gina. Gina, they've only been dating for two weeks, and Gina got him, like, an expensive watch or something. Yeah, they, like, have, like, a very escalated um, relationship, I guess. I know. I'm like, that's so soon. Anyways. Yeah. But well, which is, like, I guess something I do appreciate is that, like, they're showing, like, a 20-year-old guy who's very committed to his girlfriend and seems very interested in, in love with her, and um, I don't feel like that's most 20-year-old guys. It's not most 20-year-old guys, especially yeah. now, because I'm like, because I was like, wait, that's not how... I can get any, I can get anyone to commit to anything. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Uh, yeah. Anyways, I will say I did have that kind of guy. I'm very lucky because it doesn't happen often. Uh. And if you're watching this and you're a guy and you're like, I'm not like that, prove it. 
Show us! Yeah. Please. Why do you think I'm mostly dating people that are not men now? (laughs) Yeah. And we're talking about the straights, by the way. Yeah, sorry. I'm talking about the straights. Um, But anyways, so his cousin comes in. So Tommy hops off a plane at LAX with his cowboy hat and tight Wrangler jeans. I know. (laughs) Immediately... Michael is, you know, ditching Tommy to go see Gina. He's like, oh, sorry, man. I wanted to go see Gina tonight. So he's like, oh, I guess that's fine. And he, like, puts her as the priority one in his life, but to the extreme. I know. And and poor poor Tommy is like, I made you this thing. I wheedled. Oh, yeah, he has that little whistle that he wheedled? Wheeled? How do you say it? I don't. Uh, whittled, 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 um, he whittled this little whistle for him and he wants to give it to him and then he takes it back. That part was very like, Ooh God, I felt so much for him because when you make special things for people and you realize they don't, they can get this at the store, they won't value this at all. They don't find any sentimental value in it. Yet I spent so long doing this for you. I just, this whole movie, I felt so much for him because I know what it's like. It was just so cringy. Anyways, um, he's like, Oh, I have more things to do, Tommy. So then uh, their house assistant, I think Arlene, Arlene. Arlene. yeah, yeah her, she's like, their... she's very, like, I, it seems like she was, like, raised him because she's very, like, she'll talk to him and pull him out on his shit and, like, so you need to stop ditching him for your girlfriend. It was really supposed to be, like, a Michael and Tommy weekend. And he leaves them, he leaves him again the whole next day. So there's this, like, footage of Tommy, you know, or shots of Tommy, like, playing soccer by himself, playing tennis by himself, hanging out with Arlene. And then the one day he's like, wait, it's his last day tomorrow? And everyone's like, yeah. Dad, where the hell have Ar- you been? And Arlene's like, yes. He gets a call from Gina that, like, Gina's dad is in town. And, oh, you need to go to the horse track with us. And then he's like, uh, Tommy, uh, I need to, sorry, I need to do one more thing. He's like, uh. He drops him off at a kiddie zone, which is, yeah. like, for, like, like three like slides and ball pits, which ball pits are great. I love them. But I wouldn't like it when I was 10. My cousin's no, annoying me. Yeah, I definitely not. dumb girlfriend. Not age appropriate. It's for, mm-hmm. like, maybe up to, like, six-year-old. Maybe. Maybe. Um, This is, like, him being, like, an insane people pleaser. Like, not saying no to his girlfriend at all. Yeah, yeah. But then, I don't know. Yeah, it's weird because, like, people pleasers think that you are pleasing everyone, but you're really disappointing everyone. You gotta just prioritize things. You can't prioritize everything. Okay, and then it made me sad because he gets, or when he goes back to Kitty Zone to pick him up, they're like, oh, Tommy's gone because he called Arlene and said, like, he's really worried about Michael because he hasn't showed up. And Michael was just at the racehorse track. I know. It's so lame. It's so lame. Oh, my God. And even at that point... Tommy is still, like, thinking the best of him. Like, oh my god, something must have happened because he left me here for so long. Yeah. And then Tommy gets pissed, finally, because he was like, you were at the racehorse track? And mm-hmm. saying, like, all you care about is yourself. And, then- and he says, you're watching horses get abused instead of hanging out with him. And I was like, okay, I will bring this up later, but it's kind of like, I don't really know how I feel about horseback riding in general. Because I used to horseback ride and now I'm a vegetarian and a... Um, I would like to think an animal rights activist, but, like, it's just interesting because, like, of the way they treat animals on their farm, and then he considers this animal abuse is kind of like, uh... I guess that's true. I mean, like, it is, it is, like, them racing horses, like, they don't have, like, the freedom to roam like they do in the... Yeah, he's pro-wild horses. I guess racing horses isn't necessarily good for them. A lot of horses, like, die really gruesome There was really a whole scene death. of them, like, branding cows. And they showed it, which I thought was kind of like, you're showing burning the flesh of a cow, 
yet you call this animal abuse. It's just kind of like a... A little bit of cognitive dissonance for me. Yeah, I agree. Jana's been a vegetarian for longer than I have been. 13 years, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry with my, like, three and a half. No, 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 no. I'm not Uh, saying that to you. My parents were like, when I was younger, I was like, I'm going to be vegetarian. And they're like, really? You're going to say no as soon as we have chicken. Because, I mean, they weren't going to, like, accommodate for me. And I told my mom, like, when I became vegetarian, she's like, well, am I going to have to cook two dinners then? And I was like, no, I'll make this up for myself. And I didn't. My mom did cook two dinners. So thanks, mom. <laughs> That's really nice where my parents yes. were like, no. <laughs> Thank Hell you, Hell no. And now jokes she... on them because I live with them and they do make me vegetarian meals sometimes. Well, you know, I think they're happy that you're living with them. They, that's true. Yes. <laughs> uh, anyway, so when Tommy is leaving... Uh, the parents are like, how was Disneyland? He was like, just as I'd expect it. Yeah. So he, which is like the cool move of like, I'm not going to rat you out. I was so You're surprised gonna that You're going to feel worse. You yeah. know what I mean? Which I guess, yeah, that's the best tactic of all. You're, You're going to feel worse that I'm, you know, covering for you and you did something bad. Yeah. Uh, which he doesn't. Michael's an asshole. He does not feel worse about it. No. Okay. And oh my gosh, I forgot. Michael hit someone's car yeah. and gave them fake information about, like, his insurance and his license plate number. His family could easily pay for this car damage. I guess he just doesn't want his daddy to find out. It drove me nuts. So then his parents find out because they found out about that because the cops came to the door. The Beverly Hills cops, I guess, have a lot of time on their hands. Yeah. Um, and then Tommy told, like, his mom about how the trip went. And then because mm-hmm. and then his mom called Michael's mom, of course. Because I think they're supposed to be sisters. Yes. Because they look pretty similar. Did they say that at some point? Yeah, they, they do okay. say that they're sisters. They, yeah. they don't really talk that much. They, it, so there's, like, a like, rich sister and a poor sister, I guess. Yeah. One yeah. is at the ranch and one is in Beverly Hills. Yeah. But anyways, so he's in trouble and then the, his parents decide that, like, he needs to go stay on the ranch for a month and work. Yep, he needs to go get some horse sense knocked into him. So then Michael goes to Montana to meet with his Mm -hmm. family, and... He, I have to say this, he gets off the plane, he runs into this guy. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That is their... Okay, so the two main characters, spoiler, are in real life their brothers, and they run to the guy who's their other brother in real life. Oh, that's his other brother? Their other brother? Okay, I saw it. And he, like... He runs into this guy. He has hay in his mouth, you know, as cowboys do. And he turns around and he gives him, like, a hey. And he smiles. It's kind of, like, homoerotic. I know. Okay, I thought you might have seen that, too. They were, like, flirting. And I I didn't realize that was his brother. Yeah, isn't that weird? I guess that's funny. I I don't know. I don't know. It's just kind of, like, it's not, you would think, like, he'd be, like, watch where you're going. But he was just, like, howdy. So they're finally onto the farm. Or they're getting on their way to the farm. Before they go to the farm, they stop at a bank. They don't really share this with Michael, but the mom has a loan out so they can keep the ranch, uh, but they can't pay it back, so they're getting foreclosed. And the reason why they're getting foreclosed and they're having such a hard time managing it is because Tommy's dad died, and he was the one who kind of took care of the farm, and it's kind of his dream, and they're living it out, and they can't afford it. Yeah, which is, you know, heartbreaking because they really, you can see that how much they really like it. Yeah. Okay, I wrote 41 minutes in, I see a horse. Anyways, that's when they're, that's when they're friendly at the farm. It's horsey time. They get to the farm. He meets the two workers that, uh. The ranch hands. The ranch hands. I I believe it's. Twister and Mule. Twister and Mule, that's right. One, Twister is the old guy, right? He's like an old white guy with a mustache. And he doesn't like him. No, because he doesn't like like city boys. He doesn't like city boys and also, I mean, Tommy filled him in on his trip, etc. Michael talks to Gina 
on the phone saying like I have to do everything they say or like my parents aren't gonna let me go to the French Riviera with you Mm -hmm. so then Tommy overhears this and then is like kind of being like "Ooh, okay I could use this information I can use this and I think the first morning no no I remember the first thing Tommy does with Sneaky is he's like oh you want to watch TV Michael stay up as late as you want and watch our satellite TV but then, of course, they get up at 4 a.m. So to, they like, can take care of the farm. To take care of the farm. So he stayed up really late. And he's like, what? I have to get up? And then the first shenanigan happens where there's a huge pile of manure. Yeah. And Tommy is like, And there's this okay. giant bowl. Like, very scary. A giant, like, a scary bowl. So he's like, clean up this huge-ass pile of manure. And he does, but he didn't know that there was actually a tractor. Yeah, he so he does pulls. it, like, by, with a shovel. He, like, a shovel shovels off the shit. Day. And, like, he, like, realizes that he could have used a tractor, and he's like, oh, my God, you little asshole. Yeah, and then he falls in the manure at some point. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. And he gets in the the bull's cage, and the bull's like, but then he climbs. (laughs) Wait, what is the bull like? (laughs) I feel like that's not going to be audible on the I hope it is. We do it real close to the mic. (laughs) (laughs) It, It was, like, too far back in my throat. Um... That doesn't sound like a bull, though. Um, so the... I yeah, I don't know how to do it. Then Michael climbs out really quickly. Um, okay, so they they branded baby cows. Yeah, okay, so branding... Like, they show the cows being branded. They, like, zoom in on the flesh in the fire going into their skin. And I was like, why? This is a children's movie. But yeah, I thought that was kind of cruel and, like, weird because they talk about animal abuse and i i think that is animal abuse in a sense i i get how farms work i grew up in the country however i don't there's a lot of unnecessary practices that they put on animals for because people Couldn't they just do the thing where they like pierce the cow's ear i don't know i also think that's like i mean it's still not great i mean i pierced my ear but i consented to that i don't i don't know yeah. i mean i get they're trying to keep track of the animals but why can't they like dye their fur which doesn't hurt do something that doesn't hurt to them that's what i'm saying oh that's true they could easily dye the hair yeah Okay, this is my favorite line, but also I'm a little annoyed because it could be so close to being written better. What? So, Twister, the guy that hates Michael, yes. says, and this jerky, it ain't turkey either. Because he was talking about, oh, it, he offers him beef jerky or something. Yes. Mm-hmm. It could, it should have been, and this jerky, it ain't turkey. Right? Because then yeah, it would have rhymed. I didn't even think about that. It would have been funnier. I was Don't like, say either. The delivery was weird, and the writing was weird. I'm like, I'm not even a professional writer. And I know that you should, like, you if you just took either off, it would be a way better line. Oh, um, so he's giving him, so they have to watch out for wolves on their ranch. Like, they, um, everyone has, like, a, like, a time slot where you have to, like, sit out by the cattle and watch out for wolves. Because the wolves can come in and kill the cows. Yeah. And so he has jerky because wolves like jerky i think and so you throw it and then you get your herd to go the other way i guess so when he when michael is watching on wolf duty he's like on a horse talking to his girlfriend on the phone because you definitely would get reception out in the middle of nowhere and he's talking perfectly and i yeah it's just i i was like oh because i've never had good reception anywhere i've lived wait i wrote that too i was like how does he have cell service on i this know ranch? yeah so he's talking to her and just complaining about how horrible it is until he sees, like, a shooting star, and he's like, whoa, this place is actually really beautiful. And then he gets really distracted, and his girlfriend, who every time they show her, she's always shopping. Always, like, putting a hanger in front of her, looking at the top, and like, uh, no. 
But yeah, she's she's always shopping, always talking about vacations. That's it. That's all she talks about. And then she's like mad at him because apparently he's not listening. He's just talking about the stupid country and like the and stars. And she got she was like, "Why are you talking about a stupid star?" I'm like, "Excuse you. Everybody likes to look at stars." I know. What's wrong with her? Um, okay, so apparently his phone goes off and it incites a cow stampede and they all start running and running and running and his, like, phone ends up getting stomped on. And so I guess he can't talk to her for the rest of the trip. (laughs) Which is good. Yeah, because she's not very nice. Or she's, I don't know. She's just... She's so, like, apathetic to what he's saying. It's, like, it's just, like, so funny because she's like, what do you care about a stupid star? But it's, like, such a, like caricature of a rich person because I'm like I feel like a rich person would be like oh yeah shooting star whatever but she's like shooting stars are stupid I hate (laughs) shooting stars and I'm like what (laughs) so um Michael starts to realize that Tommy is intentionally making his job harder than it needs to be because he likes seeing him tortured and um so they have this standoff and Tommy says like Michael you've changed I thought you used to like hanging out with me and now you become a rich spoiled brat and uh, Michael's like, do you, why do you think I ever hung out with you? It's because we went to a family reunion and you were the only person under 30. I don't actually like giving, like, hanging out with you. It's, Aww. It was so sad. I, um, I'm a younger sibling and I felt like um, as my sister got older and I would try to hang out with her friends, she was always like, You're, go away. And, like, this was very, like, oh, my God, I know what that feels like for people to think you're embarrassing and not want you around. So Aww. this movie was, like, a bit emotional in that sense. And that's what I probably did to my little sister. Sorry, Jordan. Even though I know you still don't listen to this podcast. (gasps) Oh. Sorry. Boom. Roasted, Jordan. Oh, my God. Um, Okay, I wrote down this line. I thought you would think it's funny. Payback is over, little cousin. We are even. (laughs) I was like, I think Jana will like that. Because I think it's funny that it's like little, he says little cousin. So he's like, I don't care if you complain about my lack of quality in being a farmhand to my dad. I don't care about the French river. I just want to get the out of here. So, um, there was a big blowout, and Tommy's really sad. He actually is, even though he, like, puts up a front, he's very sad. So, Michael has a conversation with, um, Twister, the guy with the mustache. He tells him, hey, like, did you know that they're gonna lose their ranch? But you're too spoiled, and with your fancy boots and your cell phone to understand what real struggle is. Like, you've never struggled a day in your life! I I love that he, he says, like, um... He says, you don't give a darn. Because I love that he said that, too. Because <laughs> he can't say damn. Um, okay, so <laughs> they show that there's, like, an auctioneer coming to their house because they're going to have to sell the house, and they're going to have to auction off a bunch of stuff. And a lot of that includes the stuff that, like, Tommy's dad had. Then Michael realizes, maybe I should work a little harder around here. Maybe I should start appreciating what they appreciate. And so he starts getting really into the work, and he starts getting really good at fixing, like, fences. And, okay, his outfits are like he looks like a stripper dressed up as a cowboy like (laughs) he does you know what i mean and he has really good arms too oh he's got he's he's a very handsome guy yeah he um he's very huge muscles huge muscles like he could carry me taylor and my car all at once like he is super and he like tight white tank tops and like tight regular jeans and like yeah he's just like exactly what you would think when you like i want a cowboy at my bachelorette party like yeah. very <laughs> he was a cowboy bachelorette yes he yeah he's he's really handsome so he starts working harder on the farm and he has a little heart to heart with tommy and they're watching all the wild horses in the field and tommy's like 
yeah, going out here and watching the horses really reminds me of my dad. And he's like, we named all these horses and he names all of them. Yeah, it's so sweet. And there's like 20 of them and him and his dad came up with names of everybody. They showed, they have this like super dramatic scene of like uh, Michael riding around on a horse. Kind of like the um, scene in Footloose where Kevin Bacon like dances in the warehouse. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Apparently, um... Michael's dad, like, he's already offered to pave the ranch for them, and they've said no, because they're too proud. Country folk are too proud, and Michael just doesn't get, like, why wouldn't you accept money from someone? I know. I love that he's like, I'm gonna find a way to save the ranch then. So he's trying to figure out, how do you give something to someone who won't take it? Like, uh, rich people, you know, all they want to do is pay for their problems, and you can't do that gotta actually you know live life and deal with the consequences true i don't know if that's really what i mean but yeah (laughs) i don't know this movie was interesting because they and maybe this is true is like so it's 1999 and apparently like a bunch of farmers were like losing their land like it wasn't uncommon for the situation to happen so i'm like was this a bad economy because me and taylor like grew up in a very bad economy especially when i was in middle school and early high school it was total shit. the recession yeah, yeah and like yeah. for you i would guess like late elementary school really yeah like fifth, sixth grade yeah and so yeah. it's like for me it's hard to think like the economy could be worse than when it was in 2008 ish yeah. except like the depression so it's like interesting that this was supposedly a bad economy because this was just like 10 years earlier than that so michael starts learning that you need to like work hard if you don't have like money handed to you you know, tale as old as time. Tale as old as time. Sorry. If you were in that show, Beauty and the Beast, who would you want to be? Be honest. Uh, I want to be Belle. Yes! Yes! Um, <laughs> I mean, I would love to be Belle, but I don't think I... I don't know if I'd ever be Belle. I don't know if anyone would cast me as Belle. Why not? I'd cast myself as Belle. Yeah. Um, wh- who would you want to be? Do you want to be um, Belle? I want to be Beast. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe, like, um, Babette. Okay, Babette's fun. Yeah. I read her, we did it in my musical theater class in college, and I was Babette, I think. Aww. Because no one else had my comedic timing. No. Uh, <laughs> Maybe I like Chip as But you well. can be Belle too if you want to be Belle. I don't think I, I don't think I want to. Yeah, I want you to have that role. Aww. Um, I, you know, I kind of relate to Maurice, though. I want to be him. <laughs> Um, okay, so he's trying to figure out a solution for their bankruptcy or their, you know, foreclosure. Then they have this scene where, I guess, like, it shows that Tommy and Michael are kind of getting along because they, um, this horse gets stuck in mud and they have to try to get him out. And it's interesting because I don't know if, like, the horse really would have gotten stuck. Maybe, but they make it look, like, way more treacherous than it is. Like, it's just basically, like, a mud puddle that's huge. Yeah, like a giant mud... Pit, and of. like I guess maybe he would have I, I think like the horse didn't seem old or like out of shape I think it could have gotten out the horse was scared the horse like probably was all of his legs were in and to his the third top of him yeah. was out of the mud so he was he was scared but yeah. he wasn't like I'm about to die I feel but like. Tommy is like he's gonna die he's been really emotional the past 10 minutes so they get him out by like <laughs> Poor Tommy. Um, and they just they like make it look like Tommy's like if I go in and try to save him I'm gonna drown too 
He wouldn't have drowned. He wouldn't have drowned. He could stand in it. Yeah, yeah. But he, like, falls over, like, and he's, like, basically doing, like, mud angels. And he's like, look, I can't get out. They do slow motion. There's, like, whispers and, like, dramatic music playing. Yeah. They get him out. They're saved. Um, And they bond over it. Yeah. And then soon enough, Michael has to um, go back to L.A. And he, um, he apologizes to Tommy and, like for being such a jerk and he's like it's okay so they have a heart to heart and they, yeah. they're because they see how hard michael has been working on the um farm and then um as they're leaving in their truck it, it's the mom and michael tommy comes up on a horse and finally gives them the whistle Wheel. that I he's know. been like. and michael's sincerely very touched by it which i was happy i'm glad that he wasn't just like oh thanks yeah and so they show Michael at the, one of the horse races. I think they filmed this at Del Mar Fairground. You think so? Yeah, it looks like it to me. It has to be, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's something like that, like that pretty in LA, like a horse racing place. So he realizes this is kind of like weird and like, I don't know if I like this. I think horses should roam free. And then this horse starts... But cows should be branded yeah. to the flesh. Goddamn. Um, Contradiction. So he kind of has like a come to Jesus moment he's like what am I doing with my life so eventually he sells his convertible that he had the one they got in an accident to I must mention that even Steven's dad is the car salesman yes I was like he's been in like every movie I know I know yeah um and then he takes he goes back to Montana takes the money he got from selling and he's like here you go you should you know save the house with this money and the mom's like nah yeah I can't accept it your heart is in the right place but I can't accept it so, they're having this auction. Michael is in the middle of the auction, and he remembers, he sees, like, a paper that, or an essay that Tommy wrote as a kid, and he got an A-plus on, and then Michael remembers, wait, I took this real estate class, and it taught me what land trusts are. So, he runs to the bank and convinces them, hey, the land that they live on is a land trust, meaning that it's historical ground for horses and wild animals to roam on, and therefore you can't sell it, and therefore they can live on this land for free and all their debt is going to be paid off because it's you know they take care of the land and it's yeah. you can't deconstruct it or whatever so he gets this whole deal to work out where they get to keep the land and all their debt is paid off and the family finally accepts this they're like okay yeah. we can accept these terms not you giving yes. us money the ending of burlesque is kind of like that like suddenly like oh we're gonna have to sell the club and then they get around it by talking about air rights and it's like very like that was really out of nowhere in this movie it kind of was because this is like the last 15 minutes where they wrap up this yeah whole thing. like i kept thinking like what's gonna be it like they open yeah. the they open the chest that shows the test i'm like oh is there gonna be money in the chest or oh something? yeah yeah or something valuable and then there wasn't it was a paper that tommy did and then oh oh right my class was a real estate class i appreciate that like it it, it came back to that yeah. i don't know the, it, this this movie was had a lot of good plot points and i feel like a, a few disney channel movies just kind of are really vague and waste a lot of time but this one was very good about like getting to each point and like yeah. made good connections yeah so i think they tie loose ends up pretty well and then in the end of the movie they show michael and tommy working on the treehouse and making it beautiful the end the end taylor i'm getting so bored at home i think i need a new quarantine hobby what have you been doing lately hmm well, oh, I just got a boba tea kit and I've been making it at home. Oh, that sounds so good. Where did you get that from? 
It's a company called Milk Box Bar. Since COVID, they've been selling boba at home tea kits. It's really cool too because they donate $5 from every boba kit sold to Bracken's Kitchen, which prepares meals for adults experiencing homelessness. Oh, I'm going to look this up now. Oh, they have Thai tea. It's so good. When I bought it, I used the code DCOMDIVAS to get 10% off. Oh, yay. Shop online at milkboxbar.com and Instagram at milkboxbar and use the code DCOMDIVAS. That's D-C-O-M-D-I-V-A-S. To get 10% off. And boba tea. Yum. That's the best part. Hey, everyone. This is your Divalicious host, Jana. I come to talk to you about home decor. Lately, I've been so tired of looking at blank white walls in my apartment, and I wanted to shake it up like Zendaya. That's why I invested in some beautiful stick-on art from Staccato. They've just launched a line of stick-on plaids that you can use to decorate corners, nooks, and awkwardly small spaces in your home. You just place one stripe horizontally and one stripe vertically to create this really cool plaid shape on your wall. It looks really trendy and fun, and it's super easy to put up. To check out these plaids and even more of their art, please visit Staccato's Instagram at staccato.studio. Staccato is also coming out with a new line of organic natural skincare products like salves, tinctures, and hand bombs that are made from their garden studio in Sacramento. To get 20% off your first order on their website, staccato.com, or their Etsy page, Staccato Art, enter Divas20 at checkout. That's D-I-V-A-S 20. Click the link in this episode description and start shopping for your perfect piece today. Yay! So Taylor, what did you think of the movie? Uh, I like this one. I think I've never never heard of it. Don't remember it being advertised on Disney Channel. Uh, maybe I'm just young. Did you remember seeing this one? Yeah, I remember watching it. I just didn't remember like the plot. Yeah. I thought it was a good one. I thought it had a lot of interesting things in the plot. Um, it was more complex, I think, than other Disney Channel movies. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think it was, like, I, I definitely enjoyed watching it, like, more than other ones. Yeah, I thought, I mean, it was, like, not necessarily my thing, but I thought it was, like, a movie with a lot of heart, and I thought that it tied things together fairly well, and I thought it was fun that they were brothers in real life, so. Yeah. Yeah, so, do you have any favorite characters? I think my favorite character has to be maybe Twister because I like. Oh he's just really? Like, it's so funny because he's such like an he's like an old man and he's grumpy and I like that he says in this turkey it ain't jerky, which is my favorite line. Aww. So I think he's I I just like his vibe I guess. Yeah. Do you who's your favorite character? I think Arlene. She was the, um, I guess the housekeeper. She just, like, I like how she, like, even though I'm guessing she's, like, worked for the family for, like, 20 years, like, she still calls, like, Michael out on his shit even more so than his own parents. She must have been, like, his nanny, too, or something. I think so, yeah. Um, she's cool, and she, like, really, she spends time with, like, Tommy, and he teaches her how to lasso, which was so cute. That was really cute. That was so cute. Oh, my God. And uh, she's just a good, like, caretaker, and she... Yeah, she's great. I loved her. So I really wanted Arlene to say like, "Fuck it, I'll take him to Disneyland." I know. Yeah, like, that would be more fun. But yeah. I, maybe she didn't have the permission to do that. Yeah, maybe she was. Yeah, but um, she like really pressured him to take Tommy to Disneyland, which he never did. But I, I still appreciate it. So yeah, I liked her. My favorite line was um, there's this part where he um, Michael's talking on the phone with uh, Gina 
she's like talking about the French Riviera, and she's like, warm, sunny white beaches, me in my bikini and he's like god that sounds so good <laughs> and i'm like oh my god disney wow Hi, disney. <laughs> okay okay yeah i see it okay they got a little raunchy all right loved it yeah it's weird when they're not raunchy at all though because i'm like I know. Have you ever met especially when it's like it's right there you could totally say it and they I don't know. but i don't know i thought that was fun that they like they went for the joke me too um i so... like i like payback is over little cousin we are even yes that is very cute. Um, oh, let's talk about what Disney was up to in this time. So, Ooh, not uh, much. <laughs> but the Disney Pop Century Resort opened at Disney World. Look at this. Isn't it cute? Oh, cute. So, is that still there? Yeah, it is. It's um, at Disney World, yes. Um, they have like a million hotels, like special Disney ones. I want to ask, have you ever been to a Disney hotel before or stayed at one? I haven't. I think my parents stayed at the Disneyland Hotel, um, the one that's, like, at the end of Downtown Disney. If you walk Downtown Disney, it's at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, they stayed there for one of their anniversaries. I have Aww. not stayed in the hotel, um, but I'd love to because I think they're really cool. Um, it's a magical experience. Have you ever stayed at a Disneyland Hotel? I've stayed at the Disneyland Hotel and at California... What's it called? The, the Grand California. That's yeah. a nice hotel. I know. That was super fun. I was very lucky to be able to stay there. It's very beautiful. It's very lodgy. And the monorail goes through it, which is really cool. I love that. I've never stayed at Paradise Pier, but that... I don't know. That one doesn't seem that cool to me. I wonder, would they change that to Pixar or something? Because oh. the Paradise Pier was what the... That used to be. Yeah. yeah. California Adventure. I don't know. They maybe... I wonder if they changed themes. I mean, I just don't know because I haven't been... Over I there. have to look. I mean, I don't think they've done it yet, but they should. Oh, we are probably going to California Adventure in August. So I know. We're, we're having. I'm going to Disneyland or Disney Park two months in a row. I don't think I've ever. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. <laughs> yeah, Jana, you'll be tired. <laughs> yes. Um, but I no, I'm I'm so excited. Um, do you have any funny memories from Disneyland or Disney World? I wanted to talk about these theme parks since we're going to be spending so much time there um a funny memory um if i have not said this enough i have gone to disneyland quite a bit i am very probably over a hundred times probably in 2018 i went 13 times (gasps) i'm not kidding oh my god that was the year i went the most one time that year i went and we saw we waited for the star wars thing to see like kylo ren and darth vader and Ky- the guy that played Kylo Ren scared the absolute shit out of me. He kept, like, walking behind me to say stuff. Or, like, he would just be, like, really creepy. And I would get close to him. And he would go, like, get in my face, kind of. Yeah. And, like, I would, like, scream laughing. Because I was like, this is so uncomfortable. But, like, he was playing the character, like, trying to scare me. But he, it was just, like, very funny. And I was with my friend. We were just, like, laughing. What was... What are some of your favorite Disneyland memories? Um, I was a cheerleader when I was a kid, and we used to have conventions at, like, Disneyland, and so we used, we do our cheerleading competition, we got second place or whatever. First Congratulations! Year we, we got sixth place, and then we got second place. Okay. <laughs> um, so, and we had to wear these fake ponytails that were really tight. Nice. Um, and then we went to Disneyland with a bunch of cheerleaders, that was super fun, that was great, and I think we got, like, the passes where you could stay until, like, two or something like that. Wow. Loved it. So, yeah, that was my fave memory from Disneyland. Two in the morning? So, yeah, I think so. It was wow. like 10 or 11. It was fun. Um, so let's talk about the fashion. 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 Okay, so this movie had it all. They had ascots. <laughs> 
they had like very Chanel style suits on the rich ladies and like pearl earrings. Oh yes, very like Hillary Clinton-y. Um, and the thin ass eyebrows were really in then. What do you think? I like a thick eyebrow. Okay, yes, not your thing. But not um, I guess like. I don't think they look, I mean, like, I don't think they look the best. I mean, like, if someone else has them, whatever. I like uh, my eyebrows thick. But, um, I'm always just like, is it going to grow back if it's that thin? Like, is it going to grow back well? No. Okay. (laughs) Yes. Uh, there's a lot of cowboy shirts and boots and hats. Very fancy ones and then very down-to-earth ones because some people in Montana aren't wearing fancy Italian leather boots. I know. (laughs) It was, because he's wearing, like, all leather. Yeah, he's wearing, like, a very, like formal he's wearing he's the whole movie yeehaw. yeah yeehaw but like very fashiony he has like pointy like embroidered leather boots and like very tight pants and like his shirts are all like cowboy shirts that are embroidered like the two-tone kind like the black and white with the flames yeah, yeah. i mean he looked cute it was cute but not like he's gonna be doing labor so yeah. he can't actually yeah. work in that and um white blazers with t-shirts and he he michael looks just very johnny cash but like a little more expensive more fancy yeah um which i like it i like that kind of cowboy look um i just you know i get that it's not very practical but it's all about looking good that's how i am on the ranch (laughs) um and what was do you have a favorite outfit i loved his cowboy outfits yeah i think they were so cute they were Um, really cute some of the suits were kind of cute that the girls wore, but they weren't, like, as... Wasn't as fabulous as I would have hoped. I think, honestly, his were the most fabulous. And one more thing. He um, he wore gold silk pajama pants to bed. Ooh! I love that. So, Tay, 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 Tay. That's me. Tell us about the actors in this film. Well, we have some fun tidbits. So, I guess, like, Joey Lawrence and Andrew Lawrence. Andrew Lawrence. I I guess they were, like, they've had a few shows together. Yeah, they've done a few movies. And they did. So, there's a sequel to this movie that doesn't have to do with horses at all called Jumping Ship. Jumping Ship. And it has them and the other brother who had a cameo in this. Yeah. Continue talking Um, about them. So, so Joey Lawrence plays Michael. They've had, like, a few of their own, like, shows. Um, He was on Blossom. Uh, he had a show called Melissa and Joey. With, with Melissa Joan Hart! With that Melissa was very Hart. short-lived on ABC Family. Yeah. I was like, that sounds familiar. And I'm like, oh yeah, it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. But uh, very fun. Um, they've had a few shows together. Something like Brotherly Love. I, I guess I just like missed this phase of them being famous. I was yeah, like, you, I, were t- you were two years old. I was two years old. Yeah. Um, so they've had lots of shows together. Um, Andrew Lawrence, like he was one of the characters on Recess. So another recessy actor. Uh, I know. And back to Joey Lawrence, he was in a, I think it's, I'm guessing it's like a documentary, Roe v. Wade, so maybe it's a, a biopic or something, which would be cool to mm-hmm. watch. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Lawrence most recently was in Diamond Rose and some type of film project movie. Susan Walters plays Aunt Jules. She was on Seinfeld, Teen Wolf, Vampire Diaries. Good, good stuff. Yeah. Uh, MC Gainey. Uh, played Twister. He's oh. on the Dukes of Hazard. Of Wild course. Hogs, Con Air. Okay. Lots of good things. Leanne Huck- Hunley played Michael's mom. I'm sorry, I don't know her name. I don't think they ever say it. I don't She's know. She's on Days that. of Our Lives, Dawson's Creek, The Beverly Hillbillies. Okay. 
uh, Ro- Robin Thomas, who plays Michael's dad, he played Greg. <laughs> and-, and he played Calavar in Halloween Town. Oh, wait, I forgot about that part. Yes. yes. Right as soon as I saw him, I was like, there he is. Yeah, and Greg said <laughs> on um, Marco on Crazy Ex. I know, when I saw it, we got to like keep a track of like who's been in the most. I know, we should make a movies. chart. Yeah. But I was like, Greg's dad. I forgot about Calabar. So, yeah. I, you know, I've gone through him before. Steve Rayet. Or Revis, it's Revis. Oh my god, Steve Revis. I can't read my Steve Revis. He pl- he was in Fargo, The Longest Yard, Twins, which I think one one of those is like a Adam Sandler movie or something dumb. Uh, Jolie Jenkins played Gina. Okay, and she was in Alexa and Katie, One Day at a Time, The X Files. Uh, Frida Fonshin or Foshin played Arlene, and she was Folly in Mulan, the grandma. Oh, she was. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Oh, so she can do an old lady voice. Yeah. Oh my god. Because I mean, like, she was that age, like you know, like thirty or something when yeah. she voiced her. Because that movie just came out the year before. Yeah. In uh, oh. Star Trek, um, one of the revivals. But okay, those are them. So, guess what, Taylor? Yes. This was our last '90s movie because our next movie we're moving into the year 2000. Woo! Oh my god. Oh my gosh, my, so my my dad walked in when I was watching this movie. I was like, I'm watching Horse Sense. He was like, Decon Divas is going through some lean times, eh? I was like, well, I don't know. This movie could be good. Oh my god. <laughs> or as Jana said, lots of movies with boys in it. Yes, well, I think the next one is starring a boy, but I know it's about a family, and it's called Up, Up, and Away! Woo! I think I've actually seen that one. They're yeah. superheroes. Yes, they're okay, superheroes. Okay, I've seen this one. Yes, yeah, so fun. So please join us next time. And if you want to follow me at Jana of the 90s on Instagram, and I have a YouTube channel that's also called Jana of the 90s. But you guys, I have a YouTube channel, finally. Yeah, Taylor's got a YouTube <laughs> channel. Tell them about it. Uh, it's, I think it's, it's either just Taylor Spencer or I think I wanted to call it Tag Out Taylor. Uh, but I'm going to put it on my Instagram. My Instagram is at Taylor C. Spencer. So I will be making that. I have a few things up right now where I'm starting to dive into writing comedy sketches. So. Yay! Um, go follow her. Go subscribe. Yeah, I would love a subscriber. Yes. Um, so, uh, thank you for listening, and please join us next time when we watch a, a Disney, Disney Channel movie! movie!